0: Ditch the clowns on the left and the
1: jokers on the right
0: and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle.
1: This is the Smirkonish podcast for independent minds.
2: So, gang, the poll question at smirkanish.com today asks, should elderly politicians, including candidates for president, undergo mandatory cognitive testing? Mine is a no vote. Let me tell you why I'm asking this question today. First of all, CBS last week, brand new poll similar to so much other data. They say it's not clear to voters that they would get a full second term if Biden won one. And that uncertainty is not helping Biden. Only a third of voters think that Joe Biden would finish a second term. Asked what might happen if elected again. More think he would leave before finishing another term or they're not sure. You know, Biden versus Trump, if elected in 2024, would they finish a second term? Fifty five percent say yes to Trump that he would finish. By the way, we could have a conversation about that, because in any other context, that's not such an impressive number. But only 34 percent think Biden would finish a second term. But this does not give the advantage to Trump. By almost three to one, voters think only Trump and not Biden is physically healthy enough for the job, although The two are just a couple of years apart. In other words, when you ask, are they physically healthy enough to serve as president? Forty three percent say only as between them, only Donald Trump is. Sixteen percent say only Joe Biden is. So, you know, problematic in terms of how the public perceives Biden relative to his age. How about this? Do they have the mental and cognitive health to serve as president? Forty four percent say as between them only Donald Trump does. 26% say only Joe Biden does. So the perception of Joe Biden relative to his condition and or age, those are separate things, uh, problematic for him and one of the reasons why they are running neck and neck. But it's not just Biden about whom questions are being raised.
1: This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Listen to Michael Live, weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app.
2: It's not just Biden about whom questions are being raised. Yesterday, we talked about Trump. Trump spoke in, in Washington just last week. Uh, he was at the Pray, Vote, and Stand Summit, and he made reference to the risk of Biden starting a war that would be World War II. We have a man who is totally corrupt. the worst president in the history of our country who is cognitively impaired in no condition to leave and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and possible nuclear war. Just think of it. We would be in World War II. World War 2. By the way, the music is added by, you know, Trump and the campaign for production values. That's not something that we've dropped in. In that same speech, he implied that he had won the 2016 election by defeating President Obama. So, questions being raised about both, here comes the Wall Street Journal today. Asking the question that I've used as the poll question, should elderly politicians, including candidates for president, undergo mandatory cognitive testing? This is actually Nikki Haley's idea. Nikki Haley uh, argued on the campaign trail on Saturday in Iowa, quote, we need to have mental competency tests for anyone over the age of 75. The journal points out in this editorial that the qualifications to hold federal office are set by the Constitution and This isn't one of them, which is probably why Nikki Haley acknowledged back in May, quote, failing a mental competency test would not result in removal. It's about transparency. So I guess it's Haley saying, well, it's it's not because it would be a requirement of the job, but the public ought to know. The point being cognitive testing would have to be voluntary, which means that politicians will do what they think is in their best interest. And remember, we're talking about, for example, Donald Trump, a guy who refused to hand over his tax returns. The journal says voters can best judge a candidate's fitness for office by using their eyes and ears, which is what they're doing with Biden. No cognitive test is required to realize he's not the man he used to be. And they conclude their editorial by saying the polling indicates Americans know the truth, which is that the country would be better off with younger nominees from both parties. My vote is a no vote for a couple of reasons, one because of the constitutional implication, it's not a requirement. So why would anybody do it unless you change amend the constitution? And that's not going to happen. Uh, it would not be something that could preclude someone from holding the job. Second reason is cognitive tests, to me at least, seem like they'd be at least partly subjective. It would be unlike you know a blood test where you get a numerical value and it's 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 A or it's B. Uh, Or looking at an X-ray or an MRI. I think that would be problematic. But mostly, I come down on the side of saying, this is why we structure the campaign, the nomination process, the way that we do. And we let small states, Iowa and New Hampshire, go first, where people literally get to see these candidates up close and personal in living rooms. I I had a conversation with a 15-year-old high school student and journalist who you remember T C Quinn Mitchell? Quinn Mitchell. You know, who he could forget. He can open up his local newspaper and decide, hmm. Who, who do would I-, I want to go shake hands with? Who do I want to go see tonight? Who do I want to question? Like who's on the stump around me? And then in a tight setting, you know, he can go or anyone can go and get up close and personal with these with these candidates. And make your own decision as to how they are. Yeah. And and you know, the running of that gauntlet has stopped many a campaign uh, ed muskie comes to comes to mind was it snow in his eye or, or was he crying so That's the better system, the system that we have. We can have a different conversation as to whether Iowa and New Hampshire should go first. I'm reminded of that Churchill quote about, you know, nothing so tests the character of an individual as the running of elections. So go to smirconish.com, cast a ballot on today's poll question. Tell me what you think. Should elderly politicians, including candidates for president, undergo mandatory cognitive testing? I say no. Yesterday... We had 23,467 vote on the poll question. Should the U.S. Senate have a dress code for members while on the Senate floor? Eighty four point nine four. Can I just round and say 85 percent of us said yes, there ought to be a dress code. Sorry, Senator John Fetterman. And by the way, what was up with that tweet of his where in response to Lauren Boebert, because Boebert went to see Beetlejuice, she was vaping and she was groping. And the two of them have now gotten into a social media spat. But I'm not sure what's more demeaning uh, of uh, the office, his, his Carhartt hoodie on the floor of the Senate, or tweeting and saying on his Senate account, I figure if I take up vaping and grabbing the hog during a live musical, they'll make me a folk hero. Unbelievable. I hate to do the whataboutism, but if it were a Republican saying that, you know, surrounded by female Senate staffers as sending out the tweet, there would be hell to pay, and he seems to be getting a pass for it. Go vote at smirconish.com. Make sure you're subscribed to the newsletter.
1: Hear more of Michael Smirkanish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.
0: Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east, or anytime on the SXM app.
1: Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at smirconish.com.
0: Michael Smirkanish for Independent Minds.